Lord, I thank you for tonight. I thank you that we can come together sharing a common theme that we just love you. I thank you that we can have fellowship, have fun singing songs of praise to you. And I just really pray that our hearts be open. You know, you've inspired me with what to write today. And I just pray that everyone has something that they can take away from what you're going to speak through me. Amen. All right, so I did have a plan for tonight that I was going to talk about one particular thing. And I started writing that about a month ago. And then just this week, I sort of got this other idea. And I tried to make the two things sort of fit together. That's what I like to do. I thought, you know, what was given to me a month ago, I wanted to talk about. So I've been wrestling with it for the last few days, really trying to make these two ideas sort of mesh. It didn't really work. So I've gone with something completely different that I was inspired with over the last few days. And that is to have courage. So I want to start with one of my absolute favourite verses, which is Joshua 1.9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now to begin, I want to put this into context to tell you I'm not a brave person. I'm not even a courageous person. I'm scared of so many things it's not funny. And anyone that knows me well can tell you that I don't like spiders. I don't like snakes. I don't like almost anything that crawls. I don't like the dark. I don't like German shepherds. I don't like being a passenger in a car when it goes up a really steep hill. Um, I've always been surrounded by people that are really brave. So I've never really needed to be the person that is brave. And I've sort of always coasted by on that. Um, A movie that I love, that's not a scary movie, there's no spiders, is Narnia, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. I love the point in the movie where They've just escaped from the wolves. They're running across this snowy plain and they can hear bells and they're convinced that the, the witch is right behind them. So they're trying to run for the cover of this line of trees and they realise that it's actually Santa Claus. It's not the witch. And Father Christmas has a conversation with Lucy, the youngest, asking her if she's ready for the upcoming battle that's going to take place in Narnia. And he says to her very seriously, can you be brave? She has a think. She looks up at him and she says, I think I can be brave enough. And these words, brave enough, always seem to stir something within me. It's different to being brave 100%. Different to being brave every minute of every day. It's just being brave enough. So I think about ways that I can be brave enough. doesn't mean I'm going to start killing all the spiders, but it means that I'm going to start being a little bit more brave. Brave enough to speak up. Brave enough to encourage others. Brave enough to share Jesus with people. Brave enough to love. Brave enough to forgive. And brave enough to follow God's call and purpose for my life. We don't have to have it together all the time. We just have to be brave enough. Now, while I might not be facing a war of Narnian proportions, I know many times in my daily life that I do need to be brave. Brave in my job. I want to be brave in my family. Brave in my marriage brave enough to be a good friend, and brave enough to make good choices in life. When I struggled with loss recently, I found myself not only wanting to be brave enough for me, but also brave enough for my husband. And what I learned along the way was that I would never have enough courage on my own. Sure, I had friends and family to help me, but I was never without fear, completely. Some days it just wasn't enough. I needed and still need a courage that doesn't come from me. Because my self-manufactured courage seems to always fall short. In Mark 6 we read, But Jesus spoke to them, Don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. 
In the Bible, Jesus uses the word courage in very specific ways. The original word courage means something along the lines of be encouraged or take heart. The phrase take courage is used four times in the Gospels, always by Jesus himself. And in each instance, Jesus begins with a command, like take courage. And then he offers the essence of himself to the person needing to take courage. In one account, he says, take heart, and then offers a forgiveness of sins. In another, he says, be encouraged, and then offers healing. And when he walks out in the water in the middle of the night, terrifying his disciples, he puts it simply, take courage, it is I. No matter what you need to be brave enough for today or tomorrow, Jesus offers to meet you there with what only he can give. He offers forgiveness when you mess up and a grace that energizes you to try again. He offers healing when you are hurt and strength that replaces your weakness. He offers you his presence, giving confidence that comes fully from who he is, not who we are. The Bible is full of people who needed to be courageous. We have amazing examples like Esther, a girl that came from a local community. She was practically a nobody chosen by the king because of her beauty. She then had to stand up to a king who was terrifying in order to save her people. What courage. We have Daniel, someone so devoted in his faith to Christ that he refused to worship anyone else, even when the law commanded that he do so. He was thrown into a pit of lions. I like to think a little part of him that he might have been a bit scared. Makes him a little bit more relatable. Being in a pit, closed in, surrounded by lions. But he was courageous. I don't think the courage came from them. I don't think it was self-manufactured courage. I think it was the special courage and strength that we get only from Jesus. So you might be thinking, these people are all well and good examples, but when are you going to plead against a king to save your people? When are you going to be placed in a lion's den in our community of Griffith? But there are lots of other examples in the Bible of everyday people in everyday circumstances who still needed to be courageous. Moses had a speech impediment. He had a stutter hated talking to people, yet God called him to be instrumental of the freeing of his people. He had to face Pharaoh. God provided him a really good friend to help and he gave him courage and he was able to do the call that God placed on his life. Jonah was called to do something too. He was terrified. He tried to run from God's plan and purpose, ended up in the belly of a whale. But in there, God gave him courage And he saw God's plan through to the end. Peter is another example that I love. Often people use Peter as an example of someone who lies. Peter the liar. Someone who doubted. But I really like to look past that. Because I find Peter someone who is really relatable. When Peter first met Jesus, he was at a normal day at the office. Which for him was fishing. He was in the middle of a working day when a strange man walked up to him and said, come follow me. And without hesitation, he left all his things and he followed the Messiah. I call that courage. Another example, if we go back to Mark 6, Jesus was out on the lake during a storm and the disciples were terrified. I like to not focus on the doubt of Peter when he let his brain kick in, when he took his eyes off Jesus. But the fact that when Jesus called him out on the water to him, Without any hesitation, Peter was courageous and he jumped headfirst. 
He is the only person other than Jesus who ever walked on water. And I think that's pretty cool. I definitely call that brave. Now, I don't think I'm nearly as brave as these people. I don't even do spiders. But you know what? They weren't always brave either. When put on the spot later, we read that Peter didn't even have the courage to admit that he knew Jesus. He lied. He messed up. He denied. He couldn't find his courage and he fled. But in his imperfection and in his brokenness and sin, do you know what he found? Jesus and forgiveness. In Matthew 9, 12 and 13, we read, It is not the healthy that need a doctor, but the sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners. If you think about it, we rarely go to the doctors when we're not sick. I don't know about you, but if I'm feeling well, I don't feel like I need to go and see the doctor. You might go for your yearly checkup just to check that everything's going well, like you get a car serviced, but you don't really go and see them if there's nothing wrong with you because they don't feel like they're doing their job if they don't have to fix you. And in the same sort of sense, <clears throat> you know, Jesus says that he doesn't come for the righteous. He comes for the sinners, for the imperfect, for the broken. He came for us. When we accept Jesus, he fills the holes and the cracks. He erases our past and he defines who we are so that we can stand blameless before God. Whole. We might still have cracks, but we are whole. When we have Jesus, we have all the courage that we need for whatever we may face. And this includes following the call on our lives. I love the last song that the band sang for us. <clears throat> where it says, I find it on here so I quote it right. Where feet may fail and fear surrounds me. You never failed and you won't start now. And I love because that just makes me think of courage. Of being brave enough with a strength that comes from Jesus. His sovereign hand will be our guide. You know, we read in Jeremiah 29, For I know the plans that I have for you, plans for good and not disaster, plans to give you a hope and a future. And I really want to encourage you that God has a plan and purpose for each and every one of you here. And some days you may feel like you're not brave enough, that you don't have the courage. But God is saying that all you need to do is reach out and he will give you that strength and that courage that you need. You know, we have countless accounts of where this happened where people messed up people failed people were broken people tried to run when God told them to do something you know it's a lot rarer these days we don't hear people talk about you know the voice of God telling us to do something but I think if I heard the voice of God and he told me to do something I would be so scared I probably would do it but then reading all the the accounts in the Bible of when that actually happened to people and they were so scared still you know they let their brains take over they thought about what it was that they were called to do and they were scared they were normal just like you and I they tried to run it didn't always work sometimes God will call someone else to fulfill the purpose if you can't do it but if he's called you he's already given you everything you need he's equipped you with everything that you will need to fulfill that plan and purpose and we don't need to hold on to this self-manufactured courage because our courage and our strength comes from Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you 
that because of you I can be brave enough. Lord, we know that in you we have all that we need, all that we will ever need. From this week on, help us to be brave enough for whatever you have planned for us. Give us the courage that comes from Jesus to forgive generously, to love fully, and to shine brightly in the places that you have put us to grow. Lord, we thank you so much that you have sent so many people to run the race before us, that they have come up against things and they haven't always succeeded, but you have given them courage to press on. Lord, help us to learn from their examples, that the strength didn't come from themselves, that it came from you. Lord, we live in a broken world and we know this. We know that life isn't easy, but we are so thankful that we have you, that you are our source of strength, that never ends, that never falls short. Lord, I thank you because of you, we can be brave enough. Amen. Love it. Pack some punch. I'm not going to add to that. I'd be doing a disservice. Oh, well. Thank you, Sarah, for encouraging us. <laughs> it was really good. Well, that's really it, guys. Short service, short, sharp, and shiny. We love it. What's all this food down the back, Brownie? Free bread. I bet the rest of the church is spewing they didn't come. <laughs> Up for grabs. Go and get in on it. Anyway, thanks, guys. God bless. Enjoy your week and be brave. Go and talk about Jesus to someone. You'll love it. Or they will. One of the two. Hopefully both. God bless, guys. Thank you.